Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome to the first episode of Nintendo Shack in 2023. We are officially in the year of Tears of the Kingdom. Oh my gosh, Garrett. Yay. Happy New Year. How Happy are you year. doing? How was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? How's life? It was pretty good. I'm pretty chill. I actually stayed home, and it was it was pretty smart staying home in San Francisco because... I'm hearing all the winter storm and the traveling over the holidays, and it was rough. Oh, I've heard. Yes. Yeah, I did hear a lot of that with lots of snowstorms impacting travel. But I think you're getting some interesting weather, too, yourself right now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. We had, like, what is called a bomb cyclone, like, a couple a days ago. cyclone. Goodness. Yeah, I think they just, the weathermen just want to make up these new words so that we, <laughs> we actually pay attention. Um, but it was really just rain. And I love how, you know, of course, they're preparing for it because I don't think this area gets like a lot of heavy weather, you know, like heavy rain or, or whatever. Um, so I understand they really need to be prepared and plan for this. But man, compared to like Pittsburgh and <laughs> compared to Dallas, let me tell you, Dallas, Texas, the weather is like four tornadoes touchdown you go outside and find them <laughs> right like right well i think to us it's just rain like it's a rainstorm yeah. but you know for for certain places in california this much rain like the, the, the little bit of flooding is a huge thing for them yeah. so yeah, i don't know flooding. i was thinking about you <laughs> with that, oh, well thank you um that. actually in yeah. west texas where i did my undergrad um it's very notorious of having a like a very uh not a great drainage system at all in the city in lubbock um and so it would rain for like heavy hardcore for like 10 minutes it would flood everything so i got oh very used to, uh, like it used to be one one time um my car was like driving through campus and then like no joke the water was so high that it was rocking my car <gasps> and like that's I can so easily scary yeah, it was pretty scary. So the smart and thing. And you were I driving did. in it? Yeah, I forgot what I was doing. I think I was like getting, um, <laughs> picking someone else from class or something. I, I don't even oh my remember. Gosh. Oh boy. But like, you know, after five minutes or 10 minutes of rain and the, it could be a dangerous situation. So guys, watch out. Well, for those I feel like because it doesn't rain so often where you are now, it, people don't mm -hmm. know how to drive in it. And, you know, it's normal for mm -hmm. us, but people start to freak out. And I don't know, you hear all these like horror stories. But uh, yeah, I hope bomb cycling. That sounds scary. I hope it's all OK. It's um, just rain over here. Just, just rain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was a pretty relaxing break for you then. No traveling, anything. Yeah. Um, I I worked in between Christmas and New Year's a little bit. Um, other than that, yeah, just played some games, chilled here. Um, on Christmas Eve, me and Fiona went downtown and went ice skating at the like in the city. And I haven't ice skated in years. Like it must have uh -huh. been like ten years or something. 
Um, and no joke, like the first 30 minutes, I was struggling hardcore. But then after those 30 mm. minutes, I was okay. I was like, okay. getting my balance. I didn't I did not fall. But a lot of people I was gonna fall. ask how many times you fell. <laughs> I was careful. But a lot of other people were, were very bold, uh, for sure mm. and fell a lot. Ice so. skating fun. Anyways, yeah. And then New Year's, we went down the city again and saw all the fireworks. So it was pretty nice. Um, yeah. What about yours? Yeah, it was pretty relaxing. Uh, we don't really do a whole lot uh, for Christmas. I ate with my parents. I nice. uh, went to a party with my friends for New Year's, which is totally out of oh. my comfort zone. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, I saw some people that I went to high school with, and I haven't seen them Whoa. since we graduated like more than 10 years ago now. It's been more than 10 years since we graduated and don't don't tell uh, they me all, this. <laughs> they all look the same they were all the same it was good to see them and, oh cool um yeah it was relaxing played some games but uh what were that's you good. up to game wise now uh, lots of non-switch games let me tell you well that's okay let's through, hear about it yeah i'm gonna go through all the games that you can't really play on switch but the first one i want to mention to you is this game i recently finished and it's on game pass so yeah, people are. I'm gonna advertise that out. As dusk falls, have you have you heard of this game? I've I'm, heard I'm of curious. it. Yes. Okay, you've heard of it. Um, this is like my out of the games I played. This is my number one recommendation for you because this is a until dawn slash telltale type of interactive storyteller. Um, I love those. Yes, it's episodic. There's six episodes. Um, okay. I won't even even explain the synopsis because i didn't even know blind and i was it was so thrilling to go through all of it um, is it scary it's not scary no it's just it's it's a thriller and it's grounded it's like n no supernatural stuff like in life is strange or or whatever it's it's very grounded in like in the it's within the u.s okay um yeah, yeah. So, and then in every episode, there's at least one or two characters you're controlling and making decisions, um, which is kind of cool. So you get a lot of different perspectives throughout yeah, the game. It's like Until Dawn and the quarry and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, lots of crossing paths and intersections. And then um, eventually you kind of like um, figure out their fates at the end of the story. Um yeah, this game is really cool. Um, it's not like so art style wise, it's not like full blown animations. It's more like think of a storybook, actual like 2D drawing storybook telling like the characters are not even moving there. It's more. Yeah, it's like a visual. Oh. novel. That's what Medicaid. Oh, OK. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are prompts to like, oh, do you need to go down or press a or, or something like that. And sometimes you you can struggle with that. Um, there's a lot of decisions there too that made me second guess myself. I'm like, which one should I do? Like, like morality type things. Morality. Um, I love do, that. I do love I that. bring someone with me or not? Do I? Yeah. Uh, do I run? It, it's it's like a fight or flight situation most of the time. Yeah. Um, like life so, is strange. Those kind of decisions. XBS in exactly. chat says that it won the Games for Impact Award this year at the Game Awards yeah. show. I I think that's where I heard the name of it. And to me, that category in the Games Award it uh, is Rebecca should play this game type award yeah. like that's always one of my favorite categories because i learn about games that like i want to watch or play or you know mm -hmm. just learn a little bit more about so cool i will uh yeah. i'll try to get to that one who is yeah, it an indie who develops it 
Uh, it is a new studio. It is an indie studio, okay. but they really cool. they work closely with Microsoft to deliver this game on Xbox exclusively and also on PC. Um, How long did it take for you to beat it? Uh, each episode's about like an hour and a half, hour to an hour and a half, and there's six episodes, okay. so you can kind of sure. like break it apart. Um, I'll put that on my list the, for this year. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I'm glad I went through it. Like it, it took like a few days, and then. Uh, at the end, I'm like, very satisfying. And uh, actually, I wanted to go back. I'm like figuring out the rest of the story if I made ah, different decisions because it did leave you with a cliffhanger. Um, I love so that. Like, okay. Oh, okay. So what if I did that? But anyways, as does falls, really cool. Um, and then of course, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I've been playing that on Steam Deck. Um, that is a Borderlands first person type of shooter. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. I mute everything and just listen to a podcast while I shoot dumb things. And it's just very mindless for me. And I really enjoy it. it. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima on PS5. Man, that game's so pretty. And I'm still playing it. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is so good. I think it's going to be like my top, one of my top games this year, um, along with the newer games. And then the last one I want to mention, I think I, I, I messaged you this directly. Um, you did. Is Chained Echoes. Uh, Chained Echoes is a an indie RPG that randomly came out this past month in December and is blowing people's socks off of how I feel like this came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, mm -hmm. everybody was just like talking about this game. I didn't even know it was yeah. coming out. Like it just was a very last minute uh, switch. Uh, just not a switch release. What's it? What's it on? I think it is on. Well, don't quote me on it. I think it's multi-platform. Um, Let me see. But I, I am playing it through Game Pass. That's how I know it. Uh, it's. I think it's also. It's also on Steam. Oh, it's sure. on everything. Yeah, it's on. Everything. It's on everything. Great. Um, I'm sure it runs on on everything pretty well too. Uh, Chained Echoes is. It definitely has that inspirational Final Fantasy Chrono Trigger. You have a this gang that goes off in an adventure and then the combat style is a 2d turn based um kind of video game um it's refreshing in a, in a little bit because um the way you battle or combat is like really into skills and the skills of each character and each character has his own special set of skills whereas magic buffs or debuffs so on and so forth and then as you um, use these skills, you have like this bar gauge type of thing. It has yeah, mm. yellow, green, and red. And you want to be in the green because that's where um, you get maximum benefit. Like all of your uh, cost to the skills is down. You have buff like defense and so on and so forth. And the way to get to that green is use the skills. But you don't want to get to the red, which is all the way at the end. And then there's certain ways to like kind of go up and down that bar. So kind of a couple strategies going on there um the story's very good i think that's the highlight of this this game itself is the story um okay. traveling all the characters they have all you know, different personalities great writing i love the exploration i love the 2d pixel art in this one it, i've like, seen a lot of people posting screenshots it looks gorgeous yeah it looks really really good um and it, and it's fast it's like not like you know, going through, okay, I'm going like super, super slow. It's like, no, it's like you're, you're, you're quick and you're going through battles. I appreciate you're going that, especially with, yeah. with RPGs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you kind of just go along with it. Um, 
And so, yeah, you just go through this story. Um, I think I got to the point where it was kind of hard for me and I didn't know what to do. Um, so I actually knocked down some of the um, difficulty or a certain like uh, difficulty that you can put down, like aggression and stats you can put down. I put that down to low just because, OK, I'm rebattling this for like the seventh time and I don't know how to beat it other than just lowering it. So I'm just doing that for now and see if it gets That's easier okay. later on. Um, yeah. But I'm about 10 hours in. It's so good. <laughs> um, and and the way you upgrade your characters is new. I think they did a good job of like, OK, this is what we're inspired by. And this is what we're going to do something new. And it's not like right. copycatting, really. It's just okay. building off of what what's done before. So really cool. Yeah, I think I'll check that one out eventually. It might not be a very high priority with uh, with Sea of Stars coming out this year, but I think that's one yeah. somewhere down the road. Like maybe I'll pick up on a sale uh, just because I'm mm -hmm. interested in that type of game. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. What about you? It looks like you got some games here. Yeah, I didn't play a ton of games uh, over break, but I really did dive into mm -hmm. a couple of them. The first one that I started playing, and I haven't finished it yet just because uh, I'm taking my time with it, exploring everything. It's Ender Lilies. Have you ever heard of this one? It came out, I think, I have. a year or two ago. Uh, it's a Metroidvania. It is so pretty. I am a little bit picky with my Metroidvanias, and this one is really clicking with me. Uh, nice. The boss battles are really tough but it reminds me of metroid dread in that like well first of all it it uh puts a save point right before a boss pretty much so that like when you die you can just kind of keep going back and try it over and over again and each of the bosses have patterns that you are learning a little mm -hmm. bit more each time that you face it did you play this or you just heard of it i have heard of it um and okay. it's really like it's one of the games I look out for. If it's really on a cheap sale, I would probably get yeah. it. Um, it yeah, looks yeah, cool, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. The boss battles are fun. I really like the spirit system because every time you mm. beat like a uh, either a mini boss or a regular boss, you get it's pretty much either like a new weapon or ability. And it's almost like Zelda-like in a way that you can assign uh, your three slots, your three buttons, like the weapons or abilities to these slots. So mm -hmm. uh, you can't change it out until you go to one of your save points. But mm -hmm. it is uh, a little bit of strategy, a little bit of skill type of thing uh, to decide like, well, which skills do I want to uh, apply to my character? I can always swap them out later. Do I want to power this up? But then, you know, I can either put all of my materials towards powering up one ability or I can kind of do it evenly throughout all of them. So mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I the one thing that I'm really picky about my Metroidvanias is how good the map is and the map has been good. Uh, I, there's nothing that really makes me more frustrated than having a bad map when I'm trying to like play a game that is so focused on exploration because mm -hmm. you get a new ability and you want to go back and find all of the things that you missed because you couldn't reach it without an ability that you didn't have before. And so I really appreciate this one just because it does a good job with like letting me know where now I can try to go here or try to go there. Uh, cool. And then also the soundtrack is just really, really nice. It's been stuck in my head really? uh, for so long. Um, so yes, nice. I'm still working my way through it. I think I'm a little bit more than halfway through now. Uh, I'll keep plugging away at that Switch? one. 
I am. Yeah, it's, um, I, I was kind of playing a little bit on TV, a little bit at handheld, but mostly on mm -hmm. handheld. Uh, it is like a very nice game that I can just kind of curl up on the couch, cool. you know, in bed or whatever and play it. Uh, and then the other game that I played recently is called Unpacking, which came out, I think, also in 2021. Uh, so not okay. very recently, but I got a sale on it. And I, I originally bought it on the Switch and not like Steam because I wanted to use the touch controls. And mm -hmm. I played the first level with touch controls and then the rest of the game just using the buttons so like kind of silly that i bought it on switch but it is a good handheld game um i don't know if you've played this one or heard of this one garrett i have heard of it um but yeah i i, I haven't seen too much of it the premise sounds boring but this was such a fun game like i really enjoyed this game for a few reasons so the premise of it is you uh are a girl who goes through various stages of her life unpacking things into her room or her house and so it plops you into a room it tells you like the first years like starts in 2004 she's a child all you have is a bedroom and you're mm -hmm. unpacking boxes so like you don't know what you're unpacking until like you take it out of the box and then you place it somewhere in the room it's technically a puzzle game but like it's not hard like certain game or certain okay. uh, items can only be placed in certain places like you can't put um, like um, like a, a statue on your bed. It has to go on a shelf kind of a thing. You can't Got put it. shoes like on the shelf. It has to go like in the closet. Um, so that part of it is a little bit of a puzzle element. But other than that, like you can put things wherever you want and it is it sounds like it's a decoration game, but it's not. It's a story game because as you're unpacking each of these items, you're learning a little bit more about the character and the stage of okay. her life that she's in. And so once you unpack everything in a level, you take a picture and it puts it in the scrapbook and you get like a little bit of a blurb in her album where she says, you know, a note about what her life is like at that stage. So it goes from like oh, 2004 okay. when she's a kid, then it goes to like, you know, 2009, she's going off to college. So then you unpack like at her first apartment, you unpack, you know, when she has her first roommates, you unpack when she moves in with a boyfriend and it goes through just different stages of her life until she's, you know, a full grown adult with a family. And, um, the more closely you pay attention to the details of the things that you're unpacking, the more invested you become in this character and her life, like mm -hmm. the items that she chooses to keep with her as she goes along through her life. You do unpack the gaming console. I see someone asking in chat. So like she, there's like literally real life. I like there's a, she has a, a Game Boy at one point. She nice. upgrades to a GameCube to a Wii. There's little GameCube games that you can actually recognize what they are. Like you can kind of see in the pixel art that <sighs> they it, made yeah. Animal Crossing. They made Simpsons Hit and Run. Like you can tell, uh, but it's very cool and she has a little stuffed pig that she takes with her the whole whole way through and you can tell that mm -hmm. it like gets worn as time goes on so you can kind of see the passage of time in these tiny details it is so um wholesome and it felt mm -hmm. very personal and uh it's it's i it, this game really struck something with me i really liked it yeah. it's like the most simple premise but the developers did a great job with the attention to detail. Nice. And so if you need like a little mindless type of feel good game, go play unpacking. 
Yeah, that sounds yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like if you don't pay pass, attention so. to those details, yeah, if you don't pay attention to the details, I could easily see somebody being like, this is boring. I'm just putting items on a shelf. What am Got I doing? It. It's stupid. So like pay attention, maybe do one level, you know, in each sitting. It's a short game. You know, you can beat it in like maybe three hours, but okay. you know, don't, don't just throw items everywhere and like be done with it. Like you really got to like look at the stuff. So I like yeah. that one. That's, that's um, I'm going to try really to play cool. more indies in 2023 um, because I feel is like your I New Year's resolution. Have, your new it is my new resolution. resolution. Yeah, because I just feel like I and Ender Lilies is an indie too. I feel like I appreciate these shorter, sweeter titles. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't have a lot of time to game, and I, I would rather play these games that are under 10 hours long. Um, so we'll see. Oh, we'll I see understand how that. that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Um, but let's jump into uh, the recent Nintendo news. We'll uh, we'll talk about some of the biggest happenings uh, since since we last talked. I feel like it's been forever. But been Nintendo forever. tends to be a little quieter around the holiday season anyway, which is okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but they recently put out a brand new trailer for Fire Emblem Engage, which comes out later this month. Garrett, you're excited mm -hmm. about it. Tell us all yes. about it. It is probably, uh, as of right now, my number one switch exclusive um anticipated game this year um awesome there are yeah there was a trailer there was um impressions that came out yesterday i think um and a lot of people have played this game a good chunk of it to like chapter eight of the story and there's a lot to tell um people are very excited for this one um first off i think the biggest thing is we, we we're comparing this a lot to Three Houses because that's the main kind of Tedpole Fire Emblem game on Switch now um, and until this one. And so the first bullet point I have is a big one. It's going back to the one linear story route. Um, mm -hmm. it, it used to be in Three Houses where you pick a side, you pick a path, and then that can lead to many different things. And then also recruiting students in Fire Emblem Three Houses can lead to a lot of different uh, conversations, a, a lot of different um, choices and endings and fates and stuff like that. Whereas it looks like this one is just one set path, one story, as it was done in Fire Emblem Awakening and previous Fire Emblem games. Um, right. Second bullet point I have, I think it's a big one too. Um, every time you do a battle, like a turn-based battle, you go back to your, like, your home base. And it seems like this home base is more like a pit stop. What I mean by that is just like you go back and you kind of refresh on your weapons. You kind of like do you get your materials or whatever. It's kind of like sim building in a, in a way. There's some mini games in there that seems trivial, but it looks like it's more of like shorter time with like the home base and a lot more time with battles and the story, which I like a lot more. Three houses kind of... Um, it emphasized a lot with the university or the academy um, right. within the game. And I, I would say I, you can spend like half of your time in there just figuring out which students you want, just figuring out the benefits on, on certain activities. It really kind of leans onto it. So I'm glad that they're pulling it back a little bit with this one. I have um, a question. I heard, yeah. I don't know if this is true. I heard that there's no romancing in this one. Is that true? Um, I don't really, 
I, I don't know what they mean by that because I think in the last one there was only one romance option. It was with your leader of of the oh. academy or whatever, and that wasn't that important to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, maybe there's not much romantic stuff in here as well. Fire Emblem now, Fire Emblem Awakening and Fates and on the 3DS, that was all about that. That was literally like half tactical RPG, half romance simulator <laughs> and they kind of many like in chat is saying that you could romance anyone in three houses oh well you can romance them but there's really not much benefit other than like uh, like a like a benefit or whatever whereas in fates and awakening you you have romancing options you match them and then you have children and the, so it and sounds like they're taking you. that back overall from that in the series yeah yeah they're kind of okay. pulling it back all together um, this one seems to be more emphasized on their new thing, which is the rings, the rings that you kind of hold or equip in your m main characters. And then these rings bring up other classic Farmblum uh, characters from previous games like Marth, Krom, Lucina, sure. uh, Celica, so on and so forth. Um, the big third bullet point, the performance and the graphics are much improved. I think cool over three houses. Three houses wasn't bad. I'm not saying that it was a bad performing game, but, but you know, it's a, you know, it's edgy, you know, it's a little, it drops frames. Like you, you can see it. Whereas this one, they smoothed out with anti-aliasing has big popping, like contrasting in colors. The animations look fantastic. Um, so I, I think that's a good win um, on this game. Yeah. And then, yeah. It, it's it's uh it's it's got me really hyped it it sounds like donnie might be back on the uh, fire Emblem train okay um, and yeah even steven was skeptical of this one and he's turning around a little bit based on these impressions so um yeah I like i'm it. very excited for this game for sure good good that's yeah. a good strong start to the year i like it yes um yeah and then, uh, it, it really is my my most anticipated game. I know other people are like, oh my gosh, more than Zelda. It's like, well, yeah, I, I haven't been too much of a Zelda fan. So that's no surprise there. Do um, you feel like they're showing too much of it? I, I saw that this last trailer was pretty long. They're showing a lot of this game recently. Um, I've been trying to steer away. I've only watched a couple of videos uh, for the impressions part of it. Mm -hmm. Um they normally do this though with fire emblem so it's it's par for the course um so i'm not too worried about it i still don't know what the story really is about um okay. but i was following the official fire emblem twitter account in japan and lord oh lord you do you do not want to follow that if you mm. don't want any information because they give you yeah. everything okay uh, so if you're it, trying to avoid yeah if you're trying to mm -hmm. avoid too many spoilers maybe don't look at the trailers <laughs> yeah pretty much so i'm ready for all my right. colgate crest pepsi character <laughs> i love it all right let's uh let's talk a little bit about there's a new year sale that is happening on the switch eShop mm -hmm. right now go check it out there's a lot of games that are on sale this is like the second they did a holiday sale i picked up a couple things a and now there's now. a new year sale they're really pushing some of these games uh, i listed mm -hmm. a couple notable ones that people might be interested in mario rabbit sparks of hope the gold edition it's normally 90 dollars. it's uh on sale for 70 
Nice. Doom Eternal, if you were interested in that one, it's normally 60. It's on sale for $15. That's good. Celeste, which is normally 20, is only $5. It's a steal. Mm -hmm. uh, your fave, Shimigami Tensei 5, normally 60, yeah. is 36 right now. I think that's the lowest. Oh, such a been. steal. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ori in the Blind Forest, which is normally $20, is $8 right now. So these are some. Very good games. There's a lot more than this. There's a bunch of third party, I mean, I'm sorry, first party games like Link's Awakening, mm -hmm. uh, a couple other things that have like 30% off. I think they're like 40 bucks or something. Still a really good sale. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely go check it out if, if you're interested in some good deals. Yeah, I noticed a lot of games were on sale. I, I, I think I follow, was it Nintendo or whatever? It's like, there's a thousand eleven games on sale. I'm like, good mm -hmm. lord. And yeah, these are just the big luck. ones I said, you know, there's a lot of yeah. sm much smaller ones that are on sale. Good luck navigating the store in the sales of, of that. Maybe I, one. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I mean, just like I would look online, like look on uh, on yeah. your laptop or a computer or something, because, oh, my gosh, I'm more so of a just, curated list than, uh, yeah, than yeah, scrolling no. through 100 pages of shovelware eShop titles. Pretty much. Um, one that you might want to be a little wary of is one that dropped right before Christmas, our highly anticipated sports story. Oh, mm. my goodness. I remember we were wondering, when is this game going to come out? They said December, and it kind of shadow dropped like a couple days before Christmas without too much fanfare. Uh, and I think that might be because it released with a lot of bugs and performance issues. Really disappointing. Uh, though mm -hmm. today a patch was just pushed out and they said more fixes cool. are coming soon. So since this just got pushed out today, we'll have to see how much it really improves the game and fixes which issues. But aside from the bugs and glitches, this the game doesn't really seem to be living up to Golf Story, unfortunately. Donnie was just talking mm. about uh, uh, earlier this week. Uh, what I thought was pretty interesting that I saw a player discover that there's a secret developer room that can only be accessed by glitching out of bounds. And it's a little concerning what was in this room. The content suggests that the developers were wow. overworked. The game became too ambitious over the course of its development. Remember, this was years of development time silence. We were wondering, where is this game? Uh, so it's a very clearly intended room that the developers put in probably secretly uh mm -hmm. with it's kind of fourth wall breaking where it's literally developers the characters are developers in this yeah. room talking with one another here are some quotes if you talk to the characters in this room they say things like you might say we're experiencing a troubled development you might also say somebody kept requesting new features and my original vision no longer exists one might even venture to say we should have made the game work instead of adding new instead of adding features. The mm -hmm. menu is still broken. They told me this was fixed. Should I report it again? And there's that's just a few My examples. Goodness. You can go go on YouTube and see how to get into this room by glitching out of bounds. That might have been patched out. Who knows? Uh, and what all the dialogue says. But I I think this was not a funny little thing they included i think this was Weird. a little bit of a cry cry for help from the developers you know who otherwise would have gotten a lot of flack yeah this is this is an interesting development um 
Yeah, I understand them going through a lot of development hurdles, especially in, for an indie studio that's trying to figure out small their team, next game. Less than 10 members. Small, yeah. Small team. Golf Story hit pretty big in the indie mm-hmm. scene as well. Um, and as a Switch uh, exclusive uh, for, I mean, still a Switch exclusive. So, yeah, I'm sure they had a lot of pressure following up to this game. And then once they kind of announced Sports Story, it just, Maybe it just feels like they were kind of biting more than they can chew. Uh, with I this think game that's exactly what happened. Yep. With how yeah. big golf story got. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And, and I understand because like, okay, you want to do multiple sports that want to feel as good as, as golf story. You mastered one sport in golf story. Mm-hmm. Now you want to master multiple ones mm-hmm. in a one game. I understand that going to be pretty difficult to do um, within a reasonable development time frame. And then if you have arguments between your development team, I, I can understand being delayed, not showing much, and then, you know, doing this a shadow drop. And, I, you know, it's probably part of Nintendo's plan, too, to do these kind of, you know, countdown calendar thing to Christmas. And it's like, oh, this is a fun little thing that we can do to drop any stuff. And they're like, well, we can do this now or we can do this, I don't know, in March or February. And we're going to get the most spotlight now when we Mm -hmm. drop it right before Christmas. And that's what happened. And now we're seeing all the the glitches and and so on and so forth. But I'm sure they can iron it out here in the next few months and and make sure it's it's playable and and, and fun for everyone who bought it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think of a bummer than anything i'm sure they learned their lesson it is it is i know how how hyped up this was and maybe that was the problem because it was just so hyped up and they felt the pressure like you said it it did become too ambitious at whatever point but yeah like i said i think if you bought it i think you know this patch and the ones that are coming it sounds like they're committed to fixing the the big glaring issues but but you're right Mm -hmm. it's just a shame that you know it kind of turned you know that this is how it ended the story ended for them yeah. Um, I don't really see the studio continuing after this. It might be a long, mm-hmm. long time before we get another game from them if we ever do, uh, which is unfortunate because I think there was a lot of talent in that tiny team. But yeah, for sure. Um, did they have a publisher with them? I- I'm curious if, if they had a, like obligations uh, or I something don't with a publisher. I think they did. I actually don't think they did either. I don't think they did. So, I mean, that's another big thing is that they were really independent. Um, Yes. So. It was, um, yeah. Yeah. Sidebar games not only developed, but published it themselves. And that's hard. Yeah. Uh Uh, Yeah. So without any help, they, they figured it out with golf story and try to figure out a sports story. So I can see them not like dissolving if they want to, side with a just a a small indie publisher um it's sitting at a 58 on metacritic right now Mm. yeah that's rough so yeah very disappointing well 68 is not terrible i would say 58 58 58 oh that's not good okay never mind granted there's only five reviews so far oh okay so it's yeah, five reviews. I, I and kind of expected, you know, coming over Christmas. Nintendo Life and, gave it a sixty. 
Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that's so one of the highest very, ones. Very, very okay. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, disappointing. Um, in other news, uh, Pokemon developer Game Freak has another game. If you didn't know, they developed Pocket Card Jockey for the 3DS. Heck it is yeah. officially coming to iOS via Apple Arcade on January 20th. Uh, this will be the same as the 3DS version, but with revamped visuals. No, obviously, no dual screen support. Uh, many people say that this is Game Freak's best game. I have not played it. I bought it on the 3DS uh, when they announced the eShop closure. Have not had a chance to play it yet. I do not have Apple Arcade, which, if it was um, just coming to iOS as a regular app, I might buy it. But I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I like. Why are they doing this? Yeah, I heard oh, it's a good course, game. And to get the money, of course. This is an easy yeah, thing. Yeah. This is like, okay. oh, of course, bring Pocket Jockey to the phone. What, what are you kidding? Like, it's a cute little game. It seems like it's a good match. Solitaire. Yeah, of yeah, course. it's like a it's... mix between solitaire and horse racing, right? Yes, and it's mm -hmm. so good. It's it's so cute. Um, you get you understand what the game is after the first round. You're like, oh, this okay. is what it's about. Easy. It's yeah, it's easy to grasp, hard to master kind of thing. Um, yeah, okay. It, and it, it lends itself very well with the touchscreen on the 3DS. So I'm sure the phone will be just fine right, uh, right, right. as well. Um, I should I really pick up my 3DS play this. Just play it for like 30 minutes and you'll get yeah. it. You're like, oh, okay. this, this makes sense. Uh, you can just go through one game and like it'll kind of teach you the ropes and everything. But yeah, it's a very cool um, kind of third party, you know, out, out of the wall type of game uh away from what you know of course game freaks known for mm -hmm. um and it's you know it's i i honestly think you know if if you exclude pokemon i would say this is their best game too aside from their other games that they tried out so um mm -hmm. yeah yeah i love pocket Jack. why do you think they're pocket not bringing it to switch and you know that's a good question they may do that later this year but of course the bigger crowd the touch screen i don't think um the audience on the switch i know we have handheld and everything like that but like maybe they just haven't figured out to do it a non-touchscreen way um and i can understand that it's kind of hard without a touchscreen with this there's game. a touchscreen on the switch yeah but that that <laughs> kind of you know you rely on that i i forgot what's the other game that tried to do this oh nobody's not nobody saves the world it was um oh man World ends with you. The first one, um, that one was on the three on, on the DS, very like Lin, like really kind of heavy upon the touchscreen. And then when they revamped it, they had to incorporate the non-touchscreen stuff, and it wasn't mm. as fun. Um, I see. So it is kind of tricky if you really are relying on that touchscreen back in the DS and 3DS days. It's that's hard true. That is true. Um, yeah. So. Cool. I, it's right at home in the Apple Store, though. It's it's a cute little game, Chibi. Um, I'm sure a lot of um, uh, people are gonna go after it. Even like people that don't even know who Game Freak is. It's like, oh, cool, yeah. a horse racing solitaire game. That's definitely. I think there's gonna be a lot of people who play this who don't even realize that it's by the people who make Pokemon. Yeah, they they don't care <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Interesting. Okay. 
the next Splatoon 3 Splatfest is this weekend. It is open now through Sunday evening. It is pitting spicy versus sweet versus sour food flavors uh, mm -hmm. against each other. Which team would you be, Garrett? Um, I'm actually on Team Sour on this one. I think. Wow, the you're the yeah, minority. Yeah. There is nobody huge, else. <laughs> huge minority. I know everyone loves their sweets. Okay. Everyone what loves kind their of sour foods things. do you like? Um, I mean, like, I, I love pickles and like sour brines and everything like that, you know, and meats and vegetables. I like soups related things, noodles. And so you can have that sour okay. taste with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like pickled mm -hmm. vegetables. Um, I, I really enjoy that stuff. Uh, kimchi. Have you had kimchi before? It's, it's really, you haven't had kimchi before, Rebecca. It's so delicious. Yeah. It's, you know, so that's the curry. It's sour for sure. It's, it's, I don't a, it's know if a, I would well, like it. It's, have, do you like pickles or anything like that? I mean, pickles are fine. I don't think I would describe do you like pickles as sour. Vinegar, like, like a vinegar taste to it. No, not really. <laughs> well, it can be spicy, John 32, but it's really like, you're, it's in a brine. It's going to be more of a sour, sour like sauerkraut. Taste. Yeah, like sauerkraut is sour as well um, it's, it's pickled i like sauerkraut on like hot dogs and spicy oh, mustard okay. but then i like the spicy must like the spiciness of the spicy mustard <laughs> yeah um, spicy no, and sour pretty kind of close yeah. so but yeah, i, I like spicy i'm team spicy for the Splatfest. nice uh the tri-color battle selection in the second half is going to be different this time normally it was mm. the leading team in the second half that would be stuck in the middle but this time, anyone can opt to join the tricolor battles, and anyone can be in the middle, not just the leading team. So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I've never been in the middle before, so I'm excited to see what that's going to be like this time. Uh, so yeah, you have until Sunday evening if you want to get some some uh, battles in. I'm going to be playing tomorrow evening uh, on stream. Cool. Uh, I love my Splatfest weekends. I will definitely play some. Uh, for sure. Um, probably not like all the time, but I'm glad they do these Splatfests because it gives me motivation. It's like, okay, time to yeah. pop that back in and, you know, get into it a little bit more and give it keeps the game I alive. Really Everyone's playing at the same time. Exactly. I want to play the campaign. That's like, that's my goal. It's like, at least it, I have Splatoon. Let's get through the campaign because it's actually pretty fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I'll do. And John 32. Yes. Kimchi soup is so good I don't, know, what is, have, I don't even know what that is what is it look up kimchi i'm sure you know what it is it's you know it's the it's a traditional korean vegetable like pickled vegetable it's a cabbage and like food. other like pepper you don't like korean food. no i have never heard i've never seen this ever in my okay. life well, Ever. definitely, if you like, like, look, I'm, I'm sure there's some, uh, some place around your area that will. Sell it's cabbage. Food. It is cabbage. Yes, it's pickled oh. cabbage. Okay, I've yeah. eaten something similar. Yeah, 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 for sure. I love Maybe. kimchi soup. It, it warms okay. you up, and it's so, it, and it has that spicy sourness, for sure. Yeah. Okay. It's very, sure. very good. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, so. 2023 we know some games that are coming out i think uh, there will be a lot also that nintendo announces throughout the year how hyped are we yeah i'm hyped i think There's i think this is going to be a really good year. year 
This is a really yeah. good year. We already know a lot of what is coming out this year. And we really only have things dated up until March, with the exception of Tears of the Kingdom. So mm-hmm. I I know you told me I didn't have to write this whole long list, but I want to go yes. through and let you know what we already know for a fact is coming out this year. We already have a ton cool. of games that we know about. Persona 4 Golden is coming out on January 19th. Not Fire only Emily. Persona 4 Golden, but Persona 3 Portable as well. Oh, I missed that. Okay, same date. I, I, both are coming out at the same time. I That's okay. that's my understanding. Yes, both of them, same cool. day. And there's a rumor that there's going to be a Persona 3 remake. We'll see if it's this year or not. So okay. for, for people who don't know, Persona 3 is like when the Persona identity kind of came to be. Like there's a lot of it, it, once Persona 3 happens, like, OK, that's the Persona type of style with Persona 4 and Persona 5. And Persona 3 Portable is the PSP version um, uh. ported over. It is not it doesn't have any like 2D or, or 3D graphics or animations. It's just more like a visual novel pop up menu style type of game. Whereas okay. there's a Persona 3, it's called FES version that came out on PS2. That's actually the other way. It, it's it's full on animation. So there's a lot of different weird versions of Persona 3. Uh, I see. Um, but for now, they, they are porting over Persona 3 portable uh, to the Switch. Got yes. it. Okay. Okay. So that's January 19th. Uh, we just talked about Fire Emblem Engage coming out January 23rd. Yeah. That's kind of the big. Was uh, it twenty third? I thought it was twenty fourth or twentieth. Oh, maybe it Sorry. is twentieth. It might um, be. I might have gotten the date wrong. Let me check real quick. Twentieth, January twentieth. Yes, twentieth. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Twentieth. Now my divine edition doesn't come until the twenty fourth, which hurts me. But I will wait Ooh. till then. Yeah, that's gonna be a long <laughs> four days. That's gonna be a long four days for sure. <laughs> we'll we'll get through this together. <laughs> Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line is coming out February 16th. I think I'm going to get wow, this so just because of the sheer amount of Square Enix music. Yes, I don't even know what to expect with this game. I don't know what to expect um, at all, but I'm going to go for it. I think there will be DLC for it that will include Live Alive music. I don't know if it's going to be their day one. There's going to be a lot okay. of Final Fantasy music, though, in there. I'm there um, for the Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross music. Yeah, it's going to be there too. So, get Secret of it looks really cool. It's yeah. going to be a really good, highly rated game because people who so? buy this game are the fan, like the fans are for them. Like, like they'll True. review this game and they'll rate it so highly because they love the music. And, um, yeah. the 3DS game, both versions, was really, really good too. Okay. Um, so I expect, yeah, this, this is my I'm going out of my comfort zone game <laughs> to try <Nope>. something new. <laughs> nice uh the tales of symphonia remastered is coming out february 17th i know a lot of people were like poo-pooing on that during the fantasy critic however this is a very beloved classic game and i think a lot of people will be there for it Um, Uh, the kirby's return to dreamland deluxe is coming out february 24th also coming out february 24th is octopath traveler 2 i can't believe it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I i just can't believe you got farm engage and then octopath traveler 2 the next month like yeah oh my gosh it's a lot of jrpgs this is, is this gonna be the- another strong year for uh rpgs like 2022 uh, it could be to be honest with you 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get another direct pretty soon, and it'll be a bunch of RPGs that we're gonna put on Switch as well. So can't mm-hmm. wait. Bayonetta Origins: The Reason the Lost Demon is coming out March seventeenth. I'm I might I get that. I'm kind of thinking about it. Wow. Have my eye on now, it. Yeah. I know a lot of people are really digging it. I don't know what's with me. I just think it, it looks it looks um, very creative, for sure. It does. I'm just, I I don't understand what's going on in the game. To for the most part, I know there's combat going on. I know it's a prequel of of the Bayonetta series, but just watching the trailer a couple times, and I'm like, I still don't understand what's the. Um, I guess it's an action-based story. It's just a, it's a, yeah, it's a little origin story for you know Cereza. Uh I just like the art style, <laughs> to be cool. honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, obviously May twelfth. It's going to be the best obviously. day of my life. Best weekend of my Question. life. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Do you think they hold May twelfth? That's the date. They're not gonna. I do. Okay. I do think so. All right. Sounds good. They have to. It's know. gonna be the best weekend of my life. They can't change it. That's true. It's it's this and and T Swizzle, uh, yes. out there for you. So yes, yes, yes. I get hyped for the I Rebecca weekend of the lifetime. Need to review this game early. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> early <laughs> praying <laughs> and then other things that we know that are not dated are pikmin 4 which is supposed to come out in the summer i believe uh mm-hmm. sea of stars holy crap i am so excited for that game story of seasons a wonderful life remake also supposed to come out in the summer the plucky mm-hmm. squire uh, supposed Looks to come great. out sometime in 2023. Uh, those are just some of the ones that I think uh, are the most highly anticipated that I'm excited cool. for. Uh, anything major that I'm missing? I got some stuff that were announced as Switch exclusives. Um, so I want to go through those real quick. Sure. Uh, no, not that game. Uh, Fay Farm. You remember that one? That, that kind no. of got announced. It's a small indie title. It's the Farming Simulator RPG exclusively on Switch. Okay. Um, so go check that out. Um, I know everyone's talking Everyone's about Silk saying Song. Silk Song. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm sure. I'll believe <laughs> sure. it when I see it. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. If it comes out, Microsoft, that'll be hype. You know, Microsoft also said that they, they're going to acquire Activision, but I don't see that happening oh. anytime soon. So oh. I don't know about Silk Song here. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. Uh, Worst case scenario Silk Song comes out and has the same release as, and it has the same, I guess, fate as Sports Story. That would be rough, man, on oh, a lot of people. God. But it's kind of believable. It's been a while at this point for that studio as Where well. Where we've heard and nothing. Yeah, and Hollow Knight's so good. But, you know, I'll give it to them. The trailers look fantastic with Silk Song. That's Every true. Sports Story didn't have that going for it. Yeah, it's the trailers look. I'm just like, this looks so good. Yeah. I would probably never play it because I don't play these type of games, but it looks very, mm-hmm. very nice. It does. Same. Um, another one I want to mention, um, Master Detective Archives Raincode. Yeah, have you, I don't know I, what that is. So this was announced at a direct as well. Um, it is a collaboration with Spike Chunsoft and some other, I think it's Tokyo Games or something like that. Um, this is a visual novel type master detective game 
following on the same lines as Denkenrampa, the same creative team from Denkenrampa. Okay. Uh, so go check that out. And, and it looks really cool. It has a bunch of cool character designs. It has a full-on blown trailer. Um, and it's, it's a detective game. So there you go. Switch exclusive. Um, okay. You got some. There's some Rune Factory games going on this year, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rune Factory. <laughs> we got to mention Atelier Rise of Three for Donnie. We you know, do. like we that, definitely that's, do. That's coming out <laughs> the same day as Kirby. Um, so get hyped in Octobat Traveler. Same 2. day as Kirby, and they're all coming out the same day. Yeah, February 24th. Oh my so. gosh! Wow. There you go. Um, I hope nobody's a fan of all three. They're going to be spending a lot of money that day. I know. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, well, that that one's not that important. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Okay, that's I a lot of big games. coming on Switch. Yeah. And you know and what? I think that we'll we'll have a direct pretty soon. We have a question asking us about that, so I'll, I'll wait for my thoughts on that. But uh, I don't know. I think there's going to be some exciting stuff going on this year. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll have some direct that will kind of announce pretty much everything that we need to know this year pretty soon. Yeah. With that being said, let's jump into the Shaq Direct. Uh, <laughs> this is like the 14th time I've done that. Shaq questions directly from you. Uh, we have some really good ones. I feel like I know I say this every time. Y'all come through with the questions, starting with Kyle the Pug wants to know what are some red flags that will prevent tears of the kingdom from being your personal game of the year in 2023. Ooh, I don't like to think about it, but there could be, there could be some things that, that let me down about it. Um, Mm. For me, I, I don't know that this would prevent it from being my personal game of the year, but I would be really disappointed if, they don't bring back some kind of traditional dungeons. I feel like that is number one on my mm, wish list. Okay. Like I liked the shrines. Those were fun. I think there still will be shrines, but I was not a big fan of the divine beasts. I thought they were very samey. Uh, you know, you did one of them and the other three were r- really similar, especially the bosses. I, I'll be disappointed if there's not more variety with, with dungeons, traditional dungeons and, enemy variety i felt like in breath of the wild it was all very stale after a while in that regard so that would be majorly disappointing for me i'm trying to think of something that would that would like really knock it down for me what do you think what if it was the like almost a same or similar map it was just hyrule um yeah, that would be disappointing too. Like if they didn't really add new landscape for us to explore. I I read a theory that it's the sky parts that we go to are going to be mm-hmm. the new versions of like the shrines that like it's going to cool. be the yeah. same Hyrule but then like the only parts of the sky are like you go up and it's like the shrine. I hope it's not. I hope there's like more up there besides too. the shrine. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The crazy thing is there's very, uh, from every trailer we've seen, I believe we really haven't seen like the kind of earth level type of gameplay or anything like that. We've only seen skies 
or deep I think down so. in the caves. Like yeah, very, very little. Minimal. Yeah, very little uh, ground stuff. That's a good point. Good point. So I, I don't think that they'll, um, if there is going to be some earth, like top service level part, it's not going to be, the. I, I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to be the majority of it or not. Just the base of what they're showing right now from the previous trailers. Um, some red flags for me. Now, Kyle, it's going to be very hard for me for this one to be game of the year just because of the all of the other games coming out this year. Um, but I think what I think what needs to surprise me with this is just I would kind of be refreshing, be a little different than Breath of the Wild. I don't want it to be yeah. just okay. Let's go to the shrines. Let's go to the guardians, and we've seen this before, kind of thing. And we've I think been there, done that. that. I agree. Yeah, they know it, and so they're gonna try to do something pretty different, pretty unique, and I'm I'm there for it. Um, you know, I actually made a, a prediction that Starfield's gonna land on the same day as Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> no way, not a chance. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. But you know, they say Starfield's slated for the first half of 2023. So, did they say anything's, that? Anything is possible. Yes, they did. Anything is possible. Um, but anyways, I'll believe yeah, it I'm, when I see it. I'm still excited for this one. I am. Not like Donnie, where I'm gonna m miss out or skip out on it just because um, it's not like too too important to me. I'm I'm curious of what this new Zelda game is, um, and so yeah, I'll definitely play a day one with you, with you guys. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it would have to be very bad for it to not be my personal game of the year, just because of how innate of a Zelda fan I am. So I think it's pretty safe, Kyle. I don't think it will be. Yeah, it can't be a really bad game. It can be an okay game. It can be a copy of Breath of the Wild. I think but I at doubt worst, it's going to be like that. Yeah. At worst, it's as good as Breath of the Wild, <laughs> which is a pretty darn good game. Yeah, it like, is. Like, what have darn they been doing game. for? What have they been doing for six years that they've been developing it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. No, I get it. So. We'll see. John 32 wants to know guesses for the next Nintendo Direct date and mm. what should be Nintendo's New Year resolutions if you were Nintendo. As we we are not Nintendo. <laughs> um, I do have a know. prediction. I do yes. have a prediction. I think the next Nintendo Direct will be the week after Fire Emblem Engage. So I think it will be the oh, last week really? of January. Yes. Last week of January. Okay. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, Fire Emblem Engage out of the way, mm -hmm. selling some stuff. Sorry, what what's the exact day? Did you say? I didn't say an exact date. He he oh, told us okay. to guess the date. I I don't know. Don't they do it normally on like a Wednesday? Let's say the twenty fifth. I think I think it's like a Wednesday or something like that. Tuesday, they normally do it. You know. And then I think I'm we'll get a Pokemon Direct early February. Ooh. You know that would be so cool. I want I want to learn what what more Pokemon are we gonna get. I want a new Arceus type of game. I'm I'm very eager for that type of game. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, for me, I think it's going to be early February. I think they're going to stretch out a little longer. I'm going to go with February 9th. I'm going to say a Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Midday. And uh, we're going to see everything, but not Advance Wars, because we're never going to see Advance Wars. Again. No, that game's... 
dead. That game will it's, never it's ever in release. The yeah, it's in the abyss. It is. The second part of the question, the Nintendo's uh, New Year resolutions. I'm actually writing about that for Twinfinite right now. And uh, oh, a couple of okay. things that I am saying in it, I, I think they need to stick to release dates. I think it would be pretty bad if they it, it, keep delaying things. I think that was one of their problems from the past couple of years. Like they have been mm. delaying Tears of the Kingdom, a couple of things. They just need to just not do that. They need to not delay Tears of the Kingdom. They need to not delay Pikmin 4 to next year. I think they need to really stick with it because that's, I don't know, it's getting disappointing <laughs> for a lot of people okay. when they do that. So don't announce release dates until you're certain, Nintendo. I think they need to bring Virtual Console to Switch because the eShops are ending for 3DS and Wii U and that's going to be the end of those games if they don't bring it forward. So I think this could yeah. be either a tie-in to Switch Online's expansion pack. Maybe they supplement it with virtual console purchases. I don't know. But I think they need to find a way to make those games come over to Switch somehow. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, I think they need to do something big with Mario to tie in with the Mario movie. I think we need to have a game this year. That's true. Whether it's a new 2D game or a new 3D game. I'm thinking they're going to wait for a 3D game for the next Switch hardware, which could be the end of this year, could be 2024. Who knows? But something to tie in with a movie a little bit earlier than that. You know, I I, I really think it's going to be a 3D Mario movie or no, sorry, not movie 3D Mario game. Yeah, and I'm I think ready. it's just I think it's just more because uh, people and like in general um, are so used to the 3D style Mario games rather than the 2D. Uh, they think 2D is like more classic. So I, I think, you know, a new 3D Mario game within the Switch lifecycle, I think that can very well exist. Like like before the successor of what whatever is going to be Switch 2 or whatever. Yeah um yeah so, okay so nintendo's new year resolutions oh boy okay uh, yeah virtual console that's a good one i i want to be a little bit more specific because i know they're not gonna <laughs> bring everything over it ends march 27th that's gonna be the last day guys it's my birthday they're gonna cut it off. <laughs> the um, eShop dies oh. on my birthday <laughs> what, what a crucial punishment right there um <laughs> They need game. They need to start doing Game Boy, Game Boy Color, GBA, and yeah. I think they can put those three together and drip feed it like they've always done to us. Uh, this, I, I feel like we're just like this person just in the hospital, just seeing the IV dripping. Oh, and those, are the, yeah. those are the free games. It's a little depressing. Um, yeah. So I, I, I get. Come on, Nintendo! I know you can do this. GB, GBA, GBC. You you can do this. It'll look fine everywhere. We've we've been emulating it forever, okay. so it's okay. You can put it on the big screen. It won't hurt us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, man, another thing is I want more like of these franchises that have been asleep kind of come up again. Um, yeah, I really want Star Fox to come back. I yeah, I was the, where's Star Fox? Where's a I'm new Donkey it. Kong game? Yeah, uh, I've been hearing rumblings about Kid Icarus. Yeah, I think they do. I think they need to to not the ones that are like long dead, but you're right. Where are some of these games? Yeah, so I would like to at least see some franchises that have been touched in the Switch cycle or for a while now uh, mm -hmm. to come up again. 
man, a star, a new Star Fox game would just, it would make me so thrilled because I love yeah. the Star, star Fox series. I love Star Fox um, 64 and, and the, the original. Um, but we'll see. I, I doubt that they'll go back to that well. Um, but maybe Donkey Kong. I, I, I will compromise with Donkey Kong. Uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I, I love my Donkey Kong games. Do you remember E3? What was it last year or two years ago or something <laughs> where we saw the like spaceship with the bananas and we're like Donkey Kong and then it was <sighs> Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> I know. I was I was so excited. And then uh, it was just like, oh, no, it's not uh, that. Uh -huh. But anyways, Nintendo, yeah. come on. We're I'm expecting it. You can do this. I believe I think it's going to be a good year. I believe in them. Mm -hmm. All right. G-Man says, Happy New Year, Shaq. January is usually a month of big surprises and games. Anything worth picking up this month? Hmm. Big surprises. This month, Fire Emblem Engage is like really in the top of my list for Switch. But look at the sales. Like really look at those sales because there's a lot of good um essential games that are on the cheap even first party titles like i would definitely recommend some of those games uh off the bat and a lot of third party stuff you, you know you mentioned doom eternal the doom games are surprisingly running well on the switch even on handheld so i would um if you don't have like other systems i would definitely recommend the switch and in, in, in the doom games um yeah you know is there any games worth picking up this month for you, Rebecca? For new releases, I'm taking a look at some of the other stuff that maybe we didn't mention. I don't really see anything that is a new release that I'm picking up this month. I think February has has a handful of stuff that I have an eye on. But January, I think I'm just going to keep you know chipping away at some of these older games before the bigger stuff starts happening for me. Hey, um, that's that's what I try to do all the time is wait it out you chip at the, mm -hmm. the old backlog the old bit you know there's a lot of um i did i did make a list of games resolution this year i think i will i, I want to refine it and curate it okay. before i i share it uh, probably maybe next week or the week after um uh but yeah there there is some games that i promised some people i was like oh i'll get to it so, and then i haven't <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that list. Golden Sun may or may not be on there. I get um, it. I get it. So we'll see. Gags wants to know, will the new story content for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 get a separate physical release like Torna the Golden Country? And he wants to know, will the Pyra and Mithra Amiibo have functionality in Xenoblade Chronicles 3? I'll let you tackle yeah. that one. Yes, and absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know why they wouldn't put Amiibo functionality on Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Even like, you know, that's what they do with all the first party games is that they, um, all the related Amiibos, even all the Amiibos can have some sort of just gag gifts. Now, they're going to be like this huge like addition with these Amiibos. I don't think so. I think it's just going to be like, oh, you, you have a... I don't know, a skin or a new, you know, it'd be cool if it's a new quest or something like that. But I think it's more like a, just like, here's some items. Here you go. Have fun. And then just go away. There will be a separate physical release 
I, I, I think that's gonna happen. Torna was actually, even though um, it didn't review as high as Xenoblade Chronicles 2, because um, I, I was looking that up for, for fantasy. Interesting. Um, it was really beloved as a physical release. A lot of people are gunning after it, even though they're not huge Xenoblade Chronicles. It was, it was kind of a major thing on the Switch physical collector's item. It's a hot commodity. It looks really cool, too. It has a really cool cover art, so I can imagine them doing a standalone game and a standalone physical release for this third one as well. I'm actually very excited for this uh, this standalone DLC that's coming out this year uh, for Xenoblade. That'll, that'll probably be the only time I go back to Xenoblade, my game of the year last year. Um, okay. So there you go. I saw tangentially related uh, that the Zelda series of Amiibo is getting refreshed, that they're going to be nice. releasing those in stores again, probably anticipation for Tears of the Kingdom. I wonder what kind of Amiibo functionality that game will have. It will probably, I think, be similar to Breath of the Wild. Like you said, not really adding anything major, but maybe mm -hmm. some cool weapons, some cosmetics, nothing really groundbreaking, but something as a little perk if you do have the Amiibo. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, the Don Rob says, Happy New Year. Glad y'all are finally back. What was your favorite indie game from last year? And what is your most anticipated non-first party game for the Switch? My favorite indie was Stray. It was not a Switch game, but that was obviously nice. my favorite indie game. And my most anticipated non-first party game is also an indie. It's Sea of Stars. Nice. Uh, th th those are really good picks. I need to go back to Stray. I did play like 30 minutes of it. I just, I, I think I just looked at it. I was like, oh, I get this. It's really cool. And then go, go to another game. Um, I defended its honor sure. in the PSVG holiday show. So anyone who nice. didn't listen, you can find that on the PSVG feed. Uh, yeah. Play some video games feed. You know, it gets a lot of flack because a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's just a cat game. Why? Why don't? Why does everyone love this cat game?" And it was on the game awards. Like, you know, I, I think it's a unique game uh, per se. But, anyways, my favorite indie game from last year, and it, it hurts my heart that I didn't even hear this game on the PSVG uh, yearbook. I wish nobody it was saves on there. the world. Nobody saves the world. It's such a good game. Um, I know. I got to play yes. it. Yes. Um, it's leaving Game Pass this month. So for people who still have it, have Game Pass and want to try this game out, it's a 2D action game. You're going through. I uh, like I think you would like this one, Rebecca, too. Is why do games leave Game Pass? Why can't why don't they just stay there? Because they set contracts. It's just like, hey, we're setting a contract. You can be in our business model for one year or two years or how many years um and we'll give you a cut of like how many people kind of like spends their time on your game um and that's how they work out sometimes they're curated deals to publisher to publisher and so yeah that's that's how game pass works it's like because because the yeah the, the the biggest thing with game pass too is that it's, it's it's supposed to be like um refreshing a lot so like there's a lot of games that come in and so games you know expire the contracts like okay we're kind of done and you know sometimes games come back to game pass it's like well 
we've tried this out we've done this for how many months or whatever let's go back in and, yeah okay and I, I think the main point of it is to get the message out it's like okay let's get this audience in the xbox xbox ecosystem and the game pass subscriber what the game is they can tell their friends that own a playstation right. or own a pc people are talking about it right mm -hmm. right right yeah i get it mm -hmm. so anyways go go play nobody saves the world is it's the best indie game personally to me last year so good so funny uh, and a canadian studio as well um and my most anticipated non-first party game for the Switch is definitely Sea of Stars. Um, yeah. Heck yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. <gasps> Yay. For oh, sure. my God. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. I'll, uh, I'll play that one. Damn one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. And the developers did say they uh, reiterated that it is still on track for a 2023 release. It will not nice. be delayed to next year. So I'm very nice. hyped. Get hyped. And he shouts at us. He says, Pikmin 4! Other than oh. a slight perspective change that they've shown, how do you see this game possibly appealing to more people? Pikmin 4 is real. Ah! I think he's excited. I think he's he is excited as well. I know there's a lot of... Um, there are few but strong Pikmin fans out there. They're, they're very few, but they're very adamant. Yes, they are about the this, i mean franchise. this game has been a long time coming this they deserve this sure. pikmin fans they they were full after, they were joked. after what they've been through <laughs> multiple like, times it's real it's coming somehow on the wii u no it uh, isn't it's coming on the switch oh no it gosh. isn't <laughs> here's a 3ds um, game here's a mobile game <laughs> oh man um i need to play this this just reminds me i need to play pikmin 3 deluxe i have it yeah i want to play it um that's a you know I, I we'll see if I play it this year, but uh, Pikmin always has my interest uh, for sure. Me too. It it looks cute. Sorry, Ante. I don't know much about this. Too much about this game to kind of give a you know a reasonable uh, recommendation of how this game will appeal to more people. I I think it's just gonna be Pikmin, and and people are gonna like it. Think more Pikmin. I I think it'll appeal to more people in that this just the sheer like the switch effect. You know how a lot mm -hmm. of these series are selling gangbusters, like just a huge amount of games just simply because so many people have switches. I think this will probably be the best selling Pikmin game just because it's coming out on the switch. Uh, that being said, I think this game needs to be gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I do think that this is probably a game that would benefit from better hardware. I think that uh, there is a lot of really gorgeous environmental effects they can do with uh, the the environment, with the world, with like how the plants are going to look, how the you know just this wildlife, the the realism around these little cartoony creatures. I'm very excited to see how beautiful the game is. Uh, you know, and I could see a lot of people jumping in that just because of how gorgeous it's going to be nice yeah yeah um i i'm really excited to see more what what this game is about again i i have pikmin 3 deluxe and i i definitely want to try that out before i even think about pikmin 4 i know uh, i, I want to get over maybe one of my new year's resolutions this year is to get over my pikmin anxiety pikmin 
anxiety. I did. I do own the game on the Wii U, Pikmin 3, and I do own it on the Switch as well, Deluxe. I tried it on the Wii U, and I played a little while of it. I didn't get very far because I got very, very, very distressed when the Pikmin died. And I got very distressed about running out of time because it's like that you have like kind of a time limit in each day. And that gave me real anxiety. And I have come a long way with my anxiety since then. So I'm curious if I tried it again, if I would be better. Uh, mm. so I kind of want to get over that Pikmin anxiety. You do, you see their souls that when they die, I don't know. Have you played Pikmin at all? Do you know that yeah, when I've, they get I've, eaten by the monsters, the little souls go up, they go, and they make this the really distressing cry. They go like, it's so sad. And I felt very guilty when my Pikmin died. Ah, I wish I, I wish there was like a Pikmin, like, like either in an easy mode or like a, um, peaceful mode or well. something where they didn't <laughs> die like maybe they just disappear they don't have like a violent death I, or I, like a tight and maybe yeah like a like a, a mode where there's no time limit i don't know i know that goes against the gameplay but uh. interesting how yeah you know for as cute as this game is and how you know it's tiny there's it's a little wacky it's funny how the pikmin dying and the ghosts and the squeals kind of get to you and, and stress you out. I'm, they're helping I'm me. I'm a, I'm, I'm an alien to this planet, and I'm. They're helping me. They're choosing to be kind to me, and they're literally sacrificing their life for me, like because of what I them. instructed them to do. <laughs> like that's yeah. that. I have to live with that guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It. You know. I think I trained myself that Pikmin are dispensable solely because of Super Smash Brothers. Hmm. Super Smash Brothers, you like pick up your Pikmin with Olimar, and I was pretty good with Olimar. Um, and you 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 throw those suckers at your enemies. Um, so anyways, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, I'm sorry about your, your stressing out with, with Pikmin. <laughs> I personally, Ante, hope that Pikmin 4 has bingo battle. And I hope it has online cool. functionality with friends because bingo battle was my favorite part of Pikmin 3. And uh, I would very much enjoy playing that game online with people. Nice. And then finally, Rodrigo asks us, do you think Nintendo is letting us create too much expectations with Tears of the Kingdom by not revealing anything about the game? And could that lead to frustration? He says some people will create many scenarios like Zelda being playable, there being time travel, the Zonai being involved, and we can just end up, like we said, with an enhanced version of Breath of the Wild. And I think mm -hmm. he has a point. You know, we uh, we we are letting the theories run wild. The longer amount of time that goes by without another trailer, there's more YouTube videos. We saw there was a leaked mm. uh, special edition. We didn't even talk about that because it may or may not be real, but somebody posted right. what looks to be a leaked special edition for Tears of the Kingdom, a special edition Switch, and people are running wild with theories because of that. You know, and I yep. think that's true. Uh, I don't think that's Nintendo's fault. I think they are allowed to not put out a trailer and we will just have to wait 
And I think it's fine that people are coming up with theories, but if you're going to get disappointed because of something you manufactured that didn't end up happening, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's different expectations. I think there will be a big blowout trailer for Tears of the Kingdom like months before. I think it's going to start this month. Yeah, it's really going to ramp. I think it's going to be February or March is going to mm -hmm. like, here's our Zelda specific direct. And here's our mm -hmm. Tears of the Kingdom gameplay. This is the scenario. This is what's going to happen. Um, and and it, I think it'll all work itself out. I think a lot of people are kind of hyped up just because, oh, this is the sequel to Breath of the Wild still on the Switch we really don't know much about it other than a couple of trailers that are kind of nebulous. Um, but don't, don't worry there. There will be a massive reveal of what this game is about. And I think everyone will be okay about it. I think I the think same so. thing happened with breath of the wild as well. You know, remember breath of yeah. the wild was like pretty quiet for the longest time of what this game is about. And then yeah. when it really ramped up with the switches closer to the switches release, then that's when we saw like a big trailer, big gameplay reveal of what that game is about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the first look of breath of the wild that we saw where it was just that teaser trailer? It was the open field and then the yes. guardian starts to come and link rides away on his horse. And then you don't really see his face until he starts to pull the arrow at the guardian. Yes. And that was the first time that we saw the game. And I just remember the internet exploding at that thinking, Oh my God, this character, this link looks so feminine. We're playing as a girl this time. <laughs> And oh, everybody man. ran with that until they showed some more of the game. And it very clearly was a male link. And yeah. I think that just goes to show that like we see little glimpses of stuff and it's true. Our, you know, our theories run wild. We come up with all these ideas, stuff that Nintendo will never do in some cases. But uh, I think that's also part of the fun. I think, you know, we, we, we get excited and we imagine and you're right i think everybody will be just fine when we see a big blowout of this game and we see what it really is and it'll still be a great game <laughs> even if it doesn't have playable zelda or you know this deep lore into the zonai <laughs> we'll be fine i'm sure you'll you'll have enough deep lore in this game do not worry mm -hmm. zelda fans they will treat you well mm -hmm. uh with with what this is going to be about but you know Time travel really, that one really gets me. It's like, oh, that would be so cool. I mean, that's pretty, I think that's the safest bet of the ones that, that Rodrigo presented because that's true. A, a lot of Zelda games have time travel. Like half of the Zelda games have time travel. That's true. That's true. So, ooh, I'm very excited. Oh, mm -hmm. you're getting me excited. Zelda. <laughs> Zelda this We're year. Here. We're in the year. We're in the year. And, and it's going to happen on the Switch, on, on the good old Nintendo Switch. So Yay. get hyped. Get hyped. All right, Garrett. Anything mm -hmm. else before we close out the show? I think I'm good. Uh, this is a good good first episode of the year. Very good blowout good. of Fire Emblem and Zelda. To. Yeah. Absolutely. Lots of good games. All right. Well, that is going to do it this week. 
get hyped for the Splatfest. Get your battles in. I'll see you on the, the battlefield. And until then, we will uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good night, Kooplings. Bye-bye.